This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. Dekawat Playhouse Episode 20 It's time for Dekawat Playhouse. Let us return to the 1980s and a small liberal arts college in western Pennsylvania. Here, without the distractions of alcohol or intervisitation, students had nothing else to do but amuse themselves with strange radio shows and college bands. Announcer Bot, what have you retrieved from the vaults of history tonight? Classic Radio Theater. After Midnight. Grove City's Hotspot at 89.5. WSAJ-FM, Grove City, Pennsylvania. Good evening and welcome to WSAJ Classic Radio Theater. This evening we present After Midnight by John Kirkpatrick. And the hours after midnight has told our story, the story of a dead man. In the dead of the night, we are in the old-fashioned country home of Mrs. Wallingford. This house is a desolate one, miles from the nearest neighbor. It is a bleak and barren house. It seems to mirror its lonely setting in the windswept New England hills. The combination living room and dining room is in total darkness. The fire that was blazing in the large stone fireplace earlier in the evening has long since gone out. Outside, the wind is blowing and lightning flashes. As the fitful illumination of the lightning comes through the windows, the single rocking chair, an old worn one standing by the fireplace, appears in silhouette. For a moment, all is silent, and suddenly a stealthy step is heard upon the stairs. something too but well don't reckon it was anything but it was i heard it too something some sound seems wrong somehow it's just the wind it's a wild night out better get back to bed you'll catch your death of cold child you're sick you know oh i'm not sick well your stepfather said you were sick because he wanted to get rid of me didn't want me home said i need mountain air huh maybe you do anybody'd think you didn't like it here mustn't hurt an old lady's feelings you know Oh, I didn't mean that, Mrs. Wallingford. I... You've been awfully good to me, and I... What is it? What's the matter? There, I heard it again. It's that door there. The door to Mrs. Duvall's room. It's rattling. Hear it? Hmm. Funny. If that door's rattling, means the window right across from it's open. That window's north. Where the wind is. Nobody but a fool would open that window on a night like this. Oh, Mrs. Wallingford, I'm frightened. What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. All night long, I've been hearing things in here. Hearing things? Yes, yes. Noises, strange noises. A door being opened and shut. Quietly, too quietly. And I heard whispering, too. Whispering? You must have dreamed it. Oh, don't say that. I didn't. I know I didn't. 
Now, now, now. There, there. Shh, shh. I declare, child, you're just as nervy and jumpy as you can be. I know, I know. I've been that way all evening, ever since right after supper when those women started... Started what? Oh, you know, started fighting. Fighting over who was to sit in that rocking chair near the fire. It was awful, like cats baring their teeth. And it wasn't the first time. Why, you know yourself. Yes, yes, I know. But let me tell you something, Janet. You don't mind if I call you Janet, do you? No, I like it. Well, then, let me tell you something, Janet. Since I found the farm wouldn't pay and been advertising for boarders to kind of help eke out, as you might say... I've had some pretty queer customers. And the ones I got now, well, I guess they ain't much worse than some of the others. Be back in a minute. Where are you going? Going to put that window down. That poor fool in there must be blown clean out of bed by this time. No, wait. Don't, please. Say, what's got into you? Don't go. I mean, don't you go. Send for Charlie. Charlie? Think I need a state policeman every time I want to shut a window in my house? Charlie, huh? When'd you get to calling him Charlie? Why, I... So you phoned for the handsome Charlie, have you? Why, no, I... He's he's just been nice to me, that's all. <laughs> well, I don't know as I blame you. If I had my hair back and my teeth and was 50 years younger, I don't know, but I'd go after Charlie myself. Been meeting him outside? I... Once or twice, yes. Hmm. Well, stir up the fire whilst I close that window. When I come back, I'll fix us a little coffee. Good Lord! What is it? What's the matter? Something's happened. Get get, get Charlie! Please! Please! What is it? Get... get, No! No! Better... I'll do it! Charlie, trouble up here. I want you to get up here quick. Quick, yes. You know, I told you when you were here tonight, things were, well, you know. Good Lord, Charlie, something awful. Better get hold of the sheriff, Charlie. And, and Charlie, better get the coroner, too. Coroner? Coroner? Then she, she, Mrs. Duvall is dead. <gasps> Stop that moaning! Dad! Dad! Stop it! Do you hear me? What are you doing up? What woke you? I... I heard things. And you got up to see what it was, huh? No. No, ma'am. You're lying. You got more curiosity than 18 brass monkeys in a car. What did you see? Nothing. Answer my question. What did you see? I'm telling you, ain't I? I didn't see nothing. I, I couldn't see nothing. It was too dark. too, Mrs. Gravely. Sorry we've woken you, but maybe it's just as well. Annabelle. Yes, sir? Go out in the kitchen and get the coffee, Perkin. Go on now. Yes, sir. Now, Mrs. Gravely, come on down. Take it easy there. Easy. 
is the matter down there? Miss Fisby? You up too? Who could sleep through all that din? Calm down, Miss Fisby. I want to talk to you. All of you. For heaven's sake, move along, Mrs. Gravely. Oh, please. It's all I can do. Don't pamper yourself so. Now, what's happened? Who screamed? It was Annabelle screamed, Miss Fisby. If you ladies will just sit down, I'll... I have no wish to sit down. What was that idiot screaming about? It sounded like Bedlam. Let's loose. It's worse than Bedlam, Miss Fisby. Will you sit down, please? Why should I sit down? I'm cold. This place is like a barn. You might at least warm things up a little for us. Oh, dear. I was going to sit in that rocker. Were you? Oh, please, Miss Fisby. I'm so cold. I'm shivering. Well, stop shivering. And you won't be so cold. But you just said you didn't want to sit down. And, oh, my heart, my heart. Here, Mrs. Gravely, sit here. Thank you, Janet, my dear. Oh, dear, my heart. There's nothing wrong with her heart. She just uses it to get what she wants. Don't you dare say a thing like that. Oh, stop it, you two. I never get the rocking chair. She's always in it. Always. I'm always in it. You mean Mrs. Duvall's always in it. Don't say that. Don't speak of Mrs. Duvall like that when she... Wait, Janet. Why shouldn't I speak of Mrs. Duvall like that? She always makes a beeline for this chair the moment she comes in the room. And she knows, because I've told her a dozen times, that this is my chair. My chair. I like this chair. I like to sit in this chair close to the fire and dream. Well, I don't think you'll be bothered with Mrs. Duval anymore. You mean she's leaving? Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Mrs. Gravely. I can't help it. I hate her. I hate her. Wait. I won't wait. She's been cruel to me. Cruel, I tell you. She knows I've a bad heart, and she's always doing things to frighten me, to torment me. Stop it. Get hold of yourself. Listen to me. I'm afraid it's going to be a shock, but, well, there's been a, an accident, and Mrs. Duval's dead. Dead? Yes. In that room there? And that ain't all, neither. What do you mean? Dead? I don't like... Oh, I want to... I must go away! Still, Mrs. Gravely. Well, Miss Fisby, did you hear what I said? What? Oh, yes, yes. You said someone was dead. Mrs. Duval. Oh, well, I told her that this was my chair. Now, maybe she knows it. Oh, how can you talk like that? Do you know what you're saying, Miss Fisby? Perfectly well, yes. Maybe this will shake you. I said that wasn't all. Her just being dead, and it ain't. Mrs. Duval was murdered. No, no. Yes, murdered. In, in there? Right in that room? Yes, in there, on the floor, lying in a pool of blood, with a, with a knife driven through her heart. Hello, Charlie? Hello, Mr. Wallenberg. What's the trouble? Evening, ladies. Morning, rather. This is Ernie, Mrs. Wallenford. Ernie Bishop. Doing the force. Don't think you know. Good evening, Ernie. Pleased to know you. Well, Mrs. Wallenford? In there, Charlie. Mrs. Duval. And to think, we was all just round the table having coffee at nine o'clock, just before I went on duty. 
Are you sure she's... She's cold, Charlie. Stone cold. And there's a knife sticking in her heart. A knife sticking in her... Gosh, that's... Take it easy, Ernie. Like I said, Ernie's... Well, new. Not used to... You know. But he's okay, Mrs. Wallenford. And... Well, might as well get in. Go in and get it over with. Want me to go with you, Charlie? No, kid, never mind. No use in both of us going in. I guess it ain't a very pretty sight. No, it ain't. You stay out here, Ernie. Sort of keep an eye on things. While I... I got the sheriff and the coroner, Mrs. Wallingford. They'll be over as soon as they can get here. You take care of the ladies, Ernie. You know your stuff. Names, addresses, and when they last just saw the deceased. All that. What about outside, Charlie? Want me to look out? For gosh sakes, you think a guy would walk in, commit murder, then stick around for somebody to nab him? But there might be clues. You know, footprints and what? Clues! Suppose I take a look with my flashlight. No use, no use. Ground's hard as a rock. Been frozen for three days. You stay here and do as I told you. Okay. Now, ladies, you heard what Char... what the senior patrolman said. Any information is welcome, and well... First, names and addresses. I'll, I'll begin with you, ma'am. Or, or if you don't mind... Of course not. Janet Browder, 416 Hexwood Street, Philadelphia. Thanks. Now, did you know the deceased? By the way, you say her name was Mrs. Duvall? Yes, Primrose Duvall. Gosh, pretty name. A little too good to be true. What's that, ma'am? Oh, don't be a fool, officer. Nobody was ever named Primrose Duvall. Ah, see. And how well did you know her, Mrs. Er... Miss Ellen Bisbee. And your address? Excuse me, Officer Bishop, but hadn't you better finish with Janet, Miss Browder, there before you go on to another? Yeah, sure. But now, Miss Broder, do you know the... No, I didn't. I mean, not before I came here two weeks ago. I... I didn't like her. Well, I... I wouldn't say that if I were you. I mean, you don't have to come out with a statement like that. But it's quite true. I know she's dead and all that, but I can't help it. I didn't like her. None of us liked her, officer. She wasn't the kind. I don't believe she even wanted to be liked. But Janet got on with her as well as anybody. Well then, well then, that's all right then. No, it ain't all right. The truth ain't never gonna hurt anybody. And it's got to come out. Janet, are you gonna tell him about last night? Or me? I couldn't understand it at all. Understand what? The way Mrs. DeVault looked at me. It was, oh, I didn't think anybody else saw it. But it was horrible. Horrible! It frightened me so that, that... Didn't you speak to Charlie about it? Yes, I was terrified. So when he was taking the soiled cups out to the kitchen last night, I picked up some more cups and followed him. What did he say? Oh, he made light of it, or tried to. But I know. I know he was only trying to keep me from being afraid. I see. Now, Miss Bisbee, first, your address, please. I... I live with my nephew. Or did. And his address? I shan't give it to you. I didn't know the so-called Primrose Duvall until she arrived here about a month ago. For what reason, I cannot imagine. And just what do you mean by that last? I mean, she didn't belong here. I don't belong here either, of course. But, well, that's different. And anyway, here I am. Officer, Mrs. Wallingford has my nephew's address. He sends her checks for my board. I'm going to my room. No, you're going to stay here. Oh, very well. My chair, please, Mrs. Gravely. I have it now. 
And it isn't your chair. It belongs to the house. My chair, please. Officer, she's already murdered one woman tonight because of this chair. Are you going to stand by and see me murdered too? Don't, don't. Please, officer, can't you make them stop? Wait a minute. Sit down over here, please, Miss Bisbee. Why should I? Because I say so. Thank you. Now, you say Mrs. Duvall didn't belong here. Just what? Oh, the woman was bored. She had no resources, within herself, I mean. She didn't like long walks, animals, dogs, cows, chickens, anything about the country. She couldn't bear to read anything except trash. She belonged in the city. Then what made her come here? I neither know nor care. I see. And when did you last see her, Miss Bisbee? Just before I went to my room. About 8.30, I should say. Thank you. Now, Mrs. Er Gravely is it? Charles Gravely. I live at 40 Selma Road in Grace Gardens, just outside of Newark. My son is a lawyer, a very prominent lawyer in... Yes, I see. And now, Miss Gravely, about Mrs. Duvall. From what you said a while ago, I sort of gathered that you thought the same as Miss Bisbee, that Mrs. Duvall wasn't a real name. I never saw her until she came here. But there was nothing very real about Mrs. Duvall, except... Except? Oh, ask somebody else, please. I don't know what. I don't want to be rude, but you see, officer, I... Well, I don't know whether I'm psychic or not, but all the time Mrs. Duvall was here, I seemed to get the strangest feeling of some secret undercurrent, some mystery... Wait! Oh, what is it? I'm frightened. You've got cause to be frightened. We all have. What do you mean, Miss Wallenford? I mean, if you can kill once, you can kill again to hide the first killing. Look, all of you, I want you to cast your eyes around this room and see what's missing. A knife. There's usually a knife on this table. A paper knife. Yeah, I, I know where the knife is, but wait, wait. Something else is gone. The face. The Chinese face. Always stood on the table there. Right. As soon as I came in this room this morning, I knew something was wrong. But it was only just now I figured it out. Race, you say? Yes, a Chinese one. Why would anyone want to steal it? I didn't say it was stolen, did I? I said it wasn't there, and it ain't. Uh, perhaps someone broke it. Who cares? But then, then where are the pieces? Funny. That's just what I was wondering about myself. It was here last night when I went to bed. If it was broke... Broke in the middle of the night by somebody who took the trouble to pick up the pieces and hide them since I wouldn't find out about it. Annabelle? Yes, sir? You broke that vase. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't. You did. You was down here last night, down here in this room. What did you see? I told you, I didn't see nothing. I couldn't see nothing. But you heard something. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, but I... It, it was just whispering, like I told you, and I couldn't hear, so I started sneaking down the stairs and... When I heard a door closing, I eased into the room. It was dark, and I couldn't see nothing. And I, I bumped into that table, and, and the vase fell over. With a crash? Yes, and I made such a noise, I got scared and, and hit back of them curtains. And I waited and waited and kept on waiting, and then I didn't hear nothing. So I crept out again, lit a match, and picked up the pieces, and went upstairs. Think now. Think. Did you hear anything else? Yes, ma'am, but I, I didn't know what it was then. What did you hear? Just for the vase fell over, I, I heard a sort of moan, like somebody was trying to 
cry out and he couldn't. I can't stand it. Oh! Oh! Oh, Charlie, you scared us. Oh, gee, gosh, I'm sorry. Gosh, what a fool I was to... It's all right, Charlie. We just wasn't looking for you to come in by the front door. We thought you'd come out of her door. Oh, well, I thought it would take a look around to satisfy Ernie. Climbed out the window to see if I could find any traces. Outside. And did you find any? Not a one. What's going on here? Annabelle, she was down here last night. She was in this room while, well, at the very minute Mrs. Duval was killed. Hmm. What did she see? Or hear? She heard the poor woman try to cry out. Anything else? No, and I ain't seen nothing more. I don't care what you do to me. Put me in jail if you want to. Anything. I ain't seen nothing more to nobody. Well, Charlie, now that they're all in the kitchen having coffee, what are we going to do? I don't know, Mrs. Wallenford. Say, did you tell Ernie about, well, what you told me last night? I didn't need to. He saw it himself. Saw what? Those women. How they hate each other. Gosh, yes. And did they hate Mrs. Duvall that way, too? I'm afraid so. But why? I mean, why do they hate each other so? Because they ain't got much else to do but hate. They all say as how Mrs. Duvall didn't belong here. None of them do. Then why are they here? Because they ain't wanted a home. They're all dependent on somebody else. And it's easier and cheaper for that somebody else to keep them here with me. With Miss Fisby, it's her nephew. With Janet, it's her stepfather. And her mother must be a fool to allow it. With Mrs. Gravely, poor woman, it's her own son. And Mrs. Duvall? She was different. Yet I suppose she wasn't wanted neither. suppose that's why she was murdered. Yeah, that's why most people get murdered, ain't it? Charlie... You think one of those women out there in the kitchen killed Mrs. Duval? Not Janet. No, not Janet. And Annabelle. Well, she'd lie and steal, maybe. But I don't believe she's got the nerve to stick a knife into anybody. But the others? I hate to say it, Mrs. Wallenford, but hang it all. You know how they fought with Mrs. Duval, both of them. You told me last night things were getting so bad that you were worried. I know. I know. The three of them cooped up here. Bad weather so they couldn't get out. You know how women, men too for that matter, can get on each other's nerves. How little things can get to look like mighty big ones. Especially when, well, Mrs. Gravely and Mrs. Fisby, neither of them is what you might call normal. I know, I know. But the front door, Charlie, the front door. Front door? What about it? I told you, it was unlocked. And the window, the window to Mrs. Duval's room, was wide open with the wind blowing in fake stuff, pull the wool over our eyes and make us think it was an outsider. But why? Why both of them, Charlie? The window and the door. Right. You got it there, Mrs. Wallenford. You answer me that question. Why both of them? If the murderer came in the window, why didn't he go out the window? And if he came in the front door, why didn't he go out that way? Besides, you locked the door on the inside, and the key was in it, and the window must have been locked on the inside when Mrs. DeVall went to bed. Why? Because nobody would have gone to bed on a night like this with it open. And it won't stay down unless it's locked. It's broken or something. No, whoever killed Mrs. Duval came from inside and was doing all she could 
too, too much, in fact, to make it look the other way. But wait, it might have been an outsider, someone she knew and unlocked the door for. She didn't know nobody around this neck of the woods. How do you know she didn't? I, I don't know, but did she? That's just it. I'm as ignorant as you are. Didn't she get any letters? None, none at all. But her borrow report, how'd she pay that? Cash, always cash. But where'd she get the cash? Oh, she's only been here for four weeks. She might have brought that much with her. Thank you, Willigans. Gosh, maybe she got more cash. And maybe that's why she was murdered. She always kept her trunk locked, if that's any help. There's no cash in her trunk. Found the key in her handbag. Of course, didn't make a complete search. Just a once-over. Any papers? Things like that? Nope. Nothing. Strange, ain't it? I can't help worrying about that window. The window and the door. And then, some other things. What other things? Oh, the strange feeling Mrs. Gravely got. The whispering Annabelle heard. Then there was the broken vase. And most of all, what Mrs. Duvall did today. What did she do today? She went out for a walk. Gosh, nothing so strange about that, is there? Not for most people. But for Mrs. Duvall, yeah. She hated walking. She'd do anything to keep from walking. But yesterday she walked. Went out right after Janet did. Charlie Janet says she told you about it and... Yeah, yeah, but still I don't see anything so... Excuse me for interrupting, but... Well, I've been in the kitchen puzzling my brain over why Mrs. Duvall is staying here. You're not interrupting, Janet. Well? I wonder. Miss Fisby thought Mrs. Duvall was a thief. But she's worked in a department store and stole things. Cheap jewelry, silks, lingerie, things like that. How about it, Charlie? See anything like that in her trunk? Plenty of it. Lots of it, in fact. Of course, we don't know if it was stolen, but... But if they were, wouldn't that explain why she was here? That they'd found out about it and reported it? And that she was trying to get away from the police? Oh, good Lord! What What's is that? So... No, 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 wait! Wait till I get my breath. It, it just hit me, that's all. What hit you? The truth. You mean you know? I mean, I know all about it, and I wish I didn't. Steady, old girl. What is it? Oh, Charlie, you was right. I wouldn't believe it. I didn't want to believe it, but you was right. About Miss Gravely and Miss Bisbee? You mean one of them did murder? No, no. It can't be. It isn't true. Guess you boys like to make the arrest, wouldn't you? Gee, gosh, yes. Sure, but... Then do as I say. But, but, gosh, Miss Wallingford, we, we don't know which one it is. I do. How? Something Annabelle said. Now, Charlie, we got to move, and move in a hurry. I don't want no more murders in my house tonight. Gosh, Annabelle, but she's out there with them now. If she knows which one did it. Annabelle knows, but she doesn't know she knows. Till she does, she's safe. Janet, go out in the kitchen and call them in. Tell them, tell them Officer Michaels wants them. All right, Mrs. Wallingford. Say, what is this? A trap? Yeah, and I got to spring it. Ernie, when they get in here, I want you to slip out. The bottom of the cellar stairs, you'll find a fuse box. Take it out. Take it out? You mean just unscrew it, don't you? No, I mean take it out. Loose it. Throw it away so the lights can't come on. It's got to be dark a long, long time for me to do what I got to do. What is it that you got to do? Scare the living daylights out of Annabelle so she'll say what she knows and don't know she knows. And earn it right now. Before they get here, give me your gun. Give you a 
My gun? That's what I said. Oh, but say, gee gosh, Miss Womford, I can't do that. It's against regulations. Anyway, Charlie will be here. He'll give you his gun. Charlie won't be here. What's that? Charlie will be outside, right outside the door there, so nobody can slip by in the dark. You're the boss. But say, let one of us stay here. I'm, I'm scared for you, old girl. No, Charlie. Much obliged, but quick, before they get here. You see him, Charlie, but I'll tell you where to put him. I want Janet over here against the wall, Miss Frisbee there by the table, Mrs. Gravely in the rocker by the fire, and Annabelle in that chair between the table and the door. Okay, I got it. And where will you be? Over here, here at the foot of the stairs, where I can hide this, this gun of yours, Ernie. Where's Charlie? He, he's gone. Shh, please. Mrs. Wallingford is going to favor us with one of her delightful stories, or perhaps a whole speech, since she seems to be writing it all out. No, Miss Fisby, it ain't a speech. It's a list. For you, Ernie. A list? For me? Yeah, the one you asked for, remember? Better read it. When you go, where you going? Oh, yeah, sure, or much obliged. Well, so long. Why are you sending those policemen away? One out one door and one out the other? Because I've got a little story to tell you. I don't wish to hear a story. I want those policemen back here. The story of Mrs. Duval. I'm not interested. I want those men summoned at once. Oh, what is it? What is it? There's some trickery going on here. I don't know what, but... Get back where you belong, both of you. The story of a dead woman. Of a dead woman? You mean a live one, don't you? What's that? I think you murdered Mrs. Duval. No! No! <laughs> Me murdered Mrs. Duval? Well, I'll tell you a secret. Maybe I did. Anyway, we're going to find out. Annabelle, Annabelle, it's your last chance. I want the truth about what you heard when... Oh! The lights! The lights! What's happened to the lights? Something's happened. Fuse blew out, I guess. Must have... Turned the lights. Oh, oh, Lord, save us. Charlie! Charlie! Where's Charlie? Help! The lights! Get away! Get away! Get away! Get away! Get away. Get away. Get away. Oh, thank heavens the lights are on again. Charlie, Charlie, what are you doing? All right, let it go, Charlie. Put your hands up. What do you think you're doing? Charlie, Charlie! I know what I'm doing. Put your hands up, I said. Ernie, Ernie! You won't get away with this kind of stuff. Oh, what is it? Stay where you are, Charlie, and put them up. If you don't, so help me, I'll blow the top of your head off. Like fun, you will, I... No, no, Charlie, don't shoot. Charlie! Let go of me, Janet. Let go. No! No! What are you doing? Let go of my arm, Janet. Move, Janet! Get out of the way! I'm going to shoot! Let go, Janet! You'll get hurt! No! No! I won't move! Then make him drop that gun! He's already killed one woman, tried to kill another, and he ain't gonna... Charlie! Charlie! I mean business, Charlie, so if you don't want her hit... All right, all right, don't shoot. Here's my gun. What's going on here? Gosh, Charlie! Put your hands up, Charlie! Ernie! Right here, ma'am. Pick up his gun, Ernie. Keep it turned on him. Oh, you needn't worry now. But I... Gee, gosh. I, I don't get all this. Some of it I don't get either. About the fuse. Oh, I just told Ernie not to take the fuse out. But knowing you'd be listening, I wrote it on a piece of paper. I turned the lights out here at this switch. Oh, I... I can't believe it! I... Oh... Me neither. <laughs> I don't understand why. How? Never mind, Ernie. It's a long story, I guess. Ain't it, Charlie?
not so long. I married her. Then I found out she was a, a thief. I tried, but couldn't break her. Sent her up. I tried to get out from under, moved to this state, got on the state police. Everything was going fine, but, well, she traced me here and came to get me. I gave her the money for the board, of course, but we hated each other. Said she had to see me last night. She let me in, but I was ready for her. I'd, I'd seen the knife. Picked it up on my way in. But then after I'd done it, there was a crash in here. I was scared, so I beat it out the window. That was why. Yes, the door and the window. Sheriff's pulling in the driveway. Yeah, I'm coming. Only, I'd like to know. Of course, I can see now Annabelle was just a plan. She didn't know nothing. But how did you happen to spot me, Mrs. Wallenberg? It was like a fire, just waiting for a match. The match is one little word. The word, police. I don't get it. Oh, I guess my poor old brain was getting ready to take in something. Only it didn't seem to do it. You not talk taking Ernie with you when you went in to search? You're climbing out the window and coming back in here through the front door, looking to having a reason for your footprints, if there was any. Then you made the real slip. What was that? At least I made the slip, and you let it go. Janet said she'd told you about the way Mrs. Duvall looked at her. Later, when I was telling you about Mrs. Duvall going out yesterday, I got mixed up and said, Janet said she told you about it. And you said, yeah, I know, I know. Well? But Janet couldn't have told you, because she didn't know. It was Janet Mrs. Duvall followed, and Janet didn't know until Annabelle spilled the beans. So it must have been Mrs. Duvall herself who told you that. Yeah, she told me. She was jealous, and she followed Janet when Janet met me yesterday. Then just a little while ago, Janet said she wondered if Mrs. Duvall was a thief, and that maybe she was trying to get away from the police. I happened to be looking right at you then, and, well, something quick clicked. I knew. She wasn't here to get away from the police. It was to get to them, at least to one of them. Charlie, I didn't mean... I know you didn't suspect, but it's better this way. Better it turned out just like it did. No, no, I don't believe it. I can't believe it, even now. I'll say you didn't do it. No, I did it all right. But don't feel sorry about anything. Just forget I'm sorry, Charlie. I am too, Mrs. Wallenford. Come on, Ernie. Let's go. This has been the Classic Radio Theater production of After Midnight by John Kirkpatrick. Starring as Mrs. Wallingford, Cheryl Sheely. Janet is played by Michelle Petrucci. Annabelle was Wendy Annette. Mrs. Gravely was Sandra Cressley. Miss Fris- Fisby was Janet White. As Charlie Mike Johnson and as Ernie Craig Munch. This production was directed by Larry Bowald with technical direction by Mike Johnston and technical assistance by Mark Harrison. Many thanks goes to Mr. Develli for his help. Tune in next week for another classic radio theater production. And remember, things aren't always as they should be.
For more information, please visit sfpodcastnetwork.com on the interweb. Thank you for listening, and farewell from all of us at Decawatt Playhouse. <laughs>